0: Okay, we're gonna start this off with a little jam, a little tune, while I light my cigar. Hopefully this works. It's working. I
1: hear the Trump train coming. There's rallies to attend. We're here to save America. Our patriotism never ends. Yes, they really are this stupid. Walk away. They've sparked a mega revolution stronger every day, promoting their replacement. A mega wanna be. Globalists and a are funded Hoping that we can't see And they actually sent a meatball Salt the sand. They slander us because they live in fear of an America united. Strong.
0: I just realized that's to the tune of uh, Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash. I heard that one time and I was like, I got to start my new video and podcast off with that song. Uh, let me see if I'm, where, whose Twitter is this on? Um, I got this from, at, okay. it's at Michael T underscore 47 at michael t underscore 47 um that's pretty awesome hey welcome to panic attack it's big john follow me on getter twitter and truth social at the real underscore big john do all that like share subscribe comment stuff Uh, it's, it's just a wild and crazy world. And I just want to do a little op-ed I want to talk about some news about the speakers race and about the presidential, what truthfully, you know, things in the world are a dumpster fire. When Obama and Biden left office the first time around while Obama was in office, however you want to look at that. It was a dumpster fire. We were on the verge of a multi-front war with Russia, North Korea, and uh, possibly Iran. Where are we now? We're fighting a proxy war against Russia. Uh, China is, is threatening to invade Taiwan daily, and we're fighting a proxy war Uh, against Iran Uh, and in the midst of everything that's going on in Israel in the last 24 hours or so, 48 hours uh, one, we had an American base inside Iraq be attacked. Um, yes, we still have bases in Iraq. <laughs> it, um, I don't even want to go there. But we, we still have bases in Iraq. Um, and then, okay, I I found out today that cruise cruise missiles were launched against Israel. And I don't know if Israel's iron dome is capable of shooting those down. I hope it is, but cruise missiles are out of the um, price range capability. They're out of the outside the capability of Hamas. Uh, it could be within the abilities of Hezbollah. But more than likely, whether they were fired by Hezbollah, whoever, they came from Iran. Uh, And that pushes that conflict closer to a bigger conflict. So now you've got this tired, weak old man in public office. And we're right where the Obama administration left off, a dumpster fire. Okay, I remember you know the memes you know, they didn't really have memes in 2008 through sixteen when Obama was president. but it, the meme for the meme for 2020 was a dumpster on fire, and I think that's more relevant right now. You know, what's going on in in the Middle East, Ukraine and Russia, the Taiwan Strait or the, the Strait of China, the Chinese Sea, whatever the freak it's called, is much bigger than COVID was in 2020. As bad as 2020 was when we were all Supposed to be locked in our houses and out of our jobs. and uh, This disease was running rampant. Um, It's nothing compared to this. And I apologize to anyone who's offended. Because you had a friend or family member who uh, passed away from COVID. How many of us are going to die if this war in the Middle East goes nuclear, or the war with Russia and Ukraine goes nuclear, or the China potential conflict in Taiwan and all that. Um, it, how how many of us are going to die if um, a terrorist comes across the southern border and sets off a, a, a dirty bomb, a bomb that's not a a true nuclear atomic bomb like Hiroshima, Nagasaki, but an explosive device with um, nuclear waste or, you know, radioactive waste and, you know, just dirt and shit chemicals packed around an explosive device. You know, you could be talking about If it's set off in a major city, wiping out multitudes of people in New York or Los Angeles or uh, any big city. Um, That being said, the only person that can save this country right now and save America and the only Republican that can win is Donald Trump. All right. I mean, look at what's going on with the Republicans in the House of Representatives here. We had a, a good nominee in Jim Jordan, and he is uh, being held up in the whole Republican House of Representatives is being held up by 20 spiteful Republicans uh, that just won't vote for him to, to get back at Matt Gates and i don't want to crap on matt's gate matt gates uh foot and tell him it's snowing but you know there should have been a plan as to who they were going to insert when they got mccarthy out Uh, and there never was it was just take mccarthy out now byron donald's and several others have thrown their hats (laughs) Pardon me, still got my cold or COVID, whatever I have. Um, But, okay, Byron Donald's great person, great leader. I feel like he he could really be a leader uh, in the Republican Party going forward. I would love for him to be the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Uh, He put out a statement on... uh, Formerly known as Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I retweeted it. Uh, So his statement says, Tonight I'm announcing my candidacy for Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives. My sole focus will be securing our border, funding our government responsibly, which they haven't done in decades, uh, advancing conservative vision for the House of Representatives, and the American people and expanding our Republican majority. As a member of this conference I have first I have seen firsthand the devotion of my colleagues to improving the lives of their constituents and the future of America. We come from different walks of life, but share a common pursuit of a more perfect union. As speaker every voice in our conference will have a seat at the table to ensure our unity and consensus on the legislative battles we face. Under my leadership, the House will lead the charge to advance a simple objective, put the American people first, keep them safe, and make their lives easier. Titles aren't given, they are earned. I look forward look forward to securing the votes of a majority of my Republican colleagues to become the first African American Speaker, the first Speaker from the great state of Florida, and the next Speaker of the 118th Congress. Um, I I think this is a good man. I, I think he should be Speaker of the House. And... I, I hope, I hope he secures the votes necessary to get this. I don't see why he wouldn't. But then again, I don't see why Jim Jordan wouldn't. Um, there's, there's this other thing I keep seeing come up. Um, Republicans calling. Um, Jeffries, an election denier, and I just wanted to know where that came from, and if you've heard it too, and you're wondering where this come from, comes from, pardon me, um, Time Magazine says we're wrong, but of course that means we're right. Um, Hakeem Jeffries said that uh, Trump did not win the 2016 election. And Hakeem Jeffries, to this day, sticks to the Russia interference hoax, okay? So that's why if you hear Republicans calling Hakeem Jeffries an election denier, that's why. That came up in my little research about the Speaker of the House stuff. But back to Donald Trump, he's leading in national polls now. Uh, He's leading... Biden and key, key swing states. That's why they're called swing states, because they're key. But the thing about Trump is he always outperforms the polls. Even in 2020, when he supposedly lost, he outperformed the polls. If, if you take the final results of the election as true, okay, let's just assume that, not saying I believe it, but let's just assume that the 2020 election was true. Trump still outperformed the polling. He was supposed to lose by 20 to 30 points. Uh, not 30, that's a stretch. But in some states um, like Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, it's the states that he lost. He was supposed to lose by 20 points, 10% at least, and it was much closer. The, the margin by which Biden won uh, those key states was very close, and if you think Biden got over 80 million votes, you're smoking crack. <laughs> uh, I just don't know, don't know what else to tell you about yourself. But um, what's going to be keen is in this race, as it was in the midterm 2022 elections, the 20 to 30 year old voters getting to them and getting the message, the argument to those voters, uh, they do not participate in polling, just like Trump has kind of a, a hidden Trump base that doesn't participate in polls. Mostly because, one, we either ignore those calls, uh, the polls are slanted in a way, uh, so they poll more Democrats or more liberals than Republicans, um, and different things. But, aside from the hidden Trump voter, you have these 20 to 30 year olds that do not participate in polling They don't watch the mainstream legacy media, the news, the cable news networks, the network news for sure. And they're getting their information from social media, podcasts, and such on and so forth. So, how is Trump going to get to those people? Those 20 to 30 year olds. That's going to be keen it going forward here's something that's very very interesting uh, it's from conservativebrief.com but they're citing a bloomberg slash morning consult poll and I've heard this status before the statistical um, whoop, hey 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 don't be jumping around on me now here A survey found that 14% of voters said they would vote for president in 2020, wait a minute, said they would vote for president in 2020, now say they would vote for Trump, I think this article left something out there, they don't edit very well. a little disappointed myself that I clicked on this now, but anyways, I've heard this statistic before. Fourteen percent of voters said they would vote for the president in twenty twenty, say they would vote for Trump, are undecided or will not vote at all. Now only nine percent of Trump voters in 2020, say they would vote for Biden in 2024. I'd like to know what 9% that is, and what they're—what are they dropping acid or something? Um, but there's always been, there have always been reports out there that 11 to 14% of Biden voters said that they would have switched their vote or not voted at all if they knew the Hunter Biden laptop story. The story that was suppressed by social media and the media in general. Uh, The story that was dismissed as a Russian uh, election scam, Russian disinformation. So here's another survey that says 14% of people that voted for Biden said they would either switch their vote to Trump, they are undecided, or they will not vote. That right there is enough to give President Trump an electoral victory in 2024. If just a small percentage of people changed their vote, didn't vote at all, uh, or we can sway them to vote for Trump that changes everything and that gives Trump an electoral victory in those states. Um, The swing states that they're talking about are uh, Georgia Arizona Wisconsin uh, Pennsylvania Nevada and Michigan. It's a neck-and-neck neck tie, which means Trump's ahead. Um, so in the seventh swing states, 49% of voters say Bidenomics was bad for the economy. No shit, Sherlock. So, here's the dumpster fire we're in. We've got war in Russia with Ukraine. There's a potential any day that China will fulfill its threat to invade Taiwan. And Taiwan, the reason it's important is it's a manufacturing hub for electronics. A lot of your microchips, for some reason, are made in Taiwan. And we need to vote for people, not just President Trump, But we need to look at the people that are going to work to bring manufacturing like semiconductors and microchips and medications back to the United States. A lot of your vital medications, at least the generic versions... ...are made in China. That should not be. that. Something as important, as important as medication, antibiotics... ...that keep people alive. You can't freaking make that in the United States... ...where we can have control over the manufacturing process... ...and the quality control. Seriously, people. Um, I, I'm on a few medications... And frankly, you know, there have been a couple times when a a couple very common medications um, are unavailable. A couple of my anxiety medications. Well, the one I just stopped taking and and because I was bouncing from pharmacy to pharmacy to try and get the, the dosage that I needed. Like one pharmacy, they couldn't give me... A 20 milligram pill. But they could give me. 10 milligram pills. And. Just give me twice as many. I figure okay. But because. It, it wasn't my fault. They couldn't stock the pill. The, it was bus par. B U S P A R. Because they couldn't keep bus par in stock. I figured they're going to give me the double amount of 10 milligram pills which would equal the the dosage i had been taking i would just get twice as many pills but i would take two a day instead of one 20 milligram pill a day and by the way you can't get high off bus bar by the way it's it was like the miracle drug for anxiety in the 80s um but I figured they're gonna charge me the old price and just give me twice as many pills. No, they wanted to charge me almost two hundred dollars. I'm like, whoa whoa whoa. <laughs> How did I go from twenty bucks to over a hundred dollars? It was, might not have been close to two hundred, but it was over a hundred bucks. I'm like, uh just forget it. My anxiety's almost under control now. Uh I don't need it. But one of the other anxiety medications I take, and I take the generic, which is made in China, they've had to switch suppliers on me a couple times. I'm like, I don't care who's supplying as long as it works. Uh, But that's the problem, you know, the the shipping, the um, supply chain problems. And what if China just says, okay, screw you, United States, we're not going to ship you medications anymore so when we go vote we have a lot of things to look at no one in this world respects joe biden and i'm not saying that figuratively i mean literally when he first took office remember they had that big meeting with the chinese delegation and the American delegation uh, up in Alaska. And Joe Biden didn't go. And the Chinese said that the United States needs to stop coming at China as if they're coming at us from a position of power. The Chinese diplomats schooled Anthony Blinken and the American delegates on foreign affairs and said look you're not the dominant nation in the world anymore we are that's because they have no respect for Joe Biden all this stuff with Russia anyone will tell you Russia would not act a fool if President Trump were there (laughs) pardon the snuffing of my nose um the Hamas thing would not have been as big as it was. Hamas always fires rockets at Israel. But our enemies and Israel's enemies are our enemies. Israel is little Satan. We are big Satan to these people. Hamas would not have invaded Israel the way they did If anyone other than Joe Biden was president, the world sees what I see when they look at Joe Biden, and that is a weak, tired old man. So I'm going to play this little Trump campaign theme song for you because I just dig this song. God bless you. Pray for one another. I hear the Trump. (laughs) Go back.
1: There's rallies too.
0: God bless you, pray for one another. We'll see you next panic attack.
1: I hear the Trump train coming. There's rallies to attend. We're here to save America. Our patriotism never ends. Yes, they really are this stupid thing. Walk away. They've sparked a mega revolution, stronger every day. Promoting their replacements, a mega wannabe. Globalists and Ryan funded Hoping that we can't see And they actually saying a meatball Think he's gone to prison They believe the end is near So they assault us and they slander us Because they live in fear Of an America united Stronger than